Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome to the Salix Witch Podcast, where we talk about all things witchy and taboo, things that people don't really like to talk about, but we're going to talk about it anyway, (laughs) and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm your host, Salix herself, and I'm very excited to get to know you people, to talk with you people, to converse with everybody and see... uh, or at least help you guys through your journey uh, into witchcraft. So buckle up, have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a drink of some sort, and we're just going to dive right into it. Okay, so... Um, today we're going to talk about the different types of witches and basically how you can go about discovering, um, a way of practicing that is right for you, discovering your own craft. Um, so we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, the first witch that I have is a traditional witch or a folk witch. Um, and this witch practices magic, um, uh, the magic of their ancestors, That's Cuckoo. Say hi, Cuckoo. He's doing his rain dance because it's going to rain again soon. Um, But okay, so they they practice the folk magic of their ancestors or the people in their geographical area. This is a very historical approach, which means they use magic. uh, they, They use magical practices or beliefs that have been around even before Wicca even existed. Uh, They have different information about spells, charms, talismans, and herbal brews that might date back um, centuries. And they're usually really knowledgeable about the spirits of the land or the spirits that are um, in their area. Uh, Their customs and the folklore uh, is very um, religion-based, so uh, about their religion So uh, the next one that I have is a hedge or a green witch. And a hedge or a green witch is usually someone who practices alone. Another word um, for that is a solitary witch. Um, And they usually live magically day to day, which means they perform simple domestic actions that are infused with magic and intentions. Um, Sometimes referred to as the green craft. It's highly influenced by rural customs and folk magic. Um, and similar to kitchen witchcraft, hedge witches um, focus on the hearth and home as the center of magical activity. But unlike kitchen magic, uh, hedge witchcraft focuses on the interaction with the natural world that often expands out of the kitchen. Uh, hedge witches, green witches, uh, usually spend time working on herbal magic. They require uh, they acquire related skills like herbal knowledge um, or herbology um, and aromatherapy. You can usually uh, what they do as their practice is they go out um, and they forage, which basically means. They go out, they do some research around the area, they see what plants are naturally grown in their area, and they use that to their advantage. They take little snips 
tips of these plants and they see what they can do to work and um, incorporate basically the natural world around them in their area um, into their witchcraft. Uh, they do a lot of gardening. Um, it usually has a lot to do with hanging herbs to dry. Um, all things that you would find a green witch doing. Uh, these are all things that you would find a green witch doing. Uh, they experiment a lot to see how useful certain, certain herbs are, and they usually keep track of the results for future reference. The next one is Gardenarian or Alexandrian Wiccan Witch. I just want to throw this out there real quick before I continue. I am terrible at words, <laughs> so if I um, mispronounce something, uh, please don't get offended. I just, I don't know um, the correct way of pronouncing every word, so if I do uh, mispronounce something, just let me know, and I will try my best not to do that again. <laughs> so, uh, Gardenarian and Alexandrian Wiccan Witches are practitioners um, that can trace their lineage back to an unbroken line. Um, sometimes born into witchcraft, they're very oath-bound um, and have very oath-bound traditions, which means those who are initiated into them must keep their knowledge secret. Uh, very British-based. Uh, some witches can even trace their lineage way back to Gerald Gardner himself, who is the founder of Wicca and who went public um, with Wicca in the 1950s. Alexandrian Wiccans' uh, lineage goes back to Alex Sanders, founded in 1960s, who was actually one of Gardner's early initiates. Um, Alexandrian Wicca is basically a blend of ceremonial magic and have, uh, it has a heavy Gardnerian influence. Uh, so those are Alexandrian and Gardnerian Wiccan witches. Uh, the next one is a, the Eclectic Witch. Um, I associate Eclectic Witches with basically Grey Witches. Um, I think that's another way of um, saying eclectic, which I could be wrong. But um, an eclectic witch is um, a type of witch that their traditions don't fit in specific category due to the blend of magical beliefs and practices from different areas. Uh, eclectic witches that follow the Wiccan tradition often refer to them as neo-Wiccan, However, not all eclectic witches are Wiccan, and you'll soon realize uh, the more you get into this that uh, Wicca and witchcraft are two different things. Wicca is more of a structured uh, religion, whereas witchcraft is just kind of a spiritual path that you lead. Um, so eclectic witches may use a combination of historical sources, information read online, um, personal experience, and knowledge from classes that they took to practice their rituals and spells. So that is a eclectic witch. And next is the kitchen witch, which is basically a new name applied to an old set of customs. <laughs> um, Basically, meal prep becomes a magical activity. 
uh, they may have a stove or a countertop altar, um, a lot of fresh herbs in jars and pots, and uh, their magical practices are usually incorporated into their recipes and their cooking. This is the type of witch who um, would basically cook their magic. So they would, uh, while they're cooking, they would um, set their attentions for each herb, um, each uh, spice, that sort of stuff, in order to heal and protect themselves, their families, and um, whoever they may cook or bake for um, around them. Next is a ceremonial witch. Ceremonial and high magic is also what it's called. Um, There are specific rituals and invocations um, that call upon the spirit world. Uh, This is basically a blend of occult teachings like, oh gosh, okay, so if I pronounce any of these wrong, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to try my best here. Uh, Thelema, Thelema, Enochian magic, and Kabbalah. Um, The information that they have is often limited due to the need for secrecy within the community, and most don't even identify as witches at all. The next one I have is the hereditary witch, which is basically uh, typically small um, familial traditions, um, beliefs and rituals, and other knowledge that has been passed down from one generation to the next. Uh, Quote-unquote outsiders are rarely included, even those who are married into the family, into this witchcraft. Um, Information is generally kept within the family and not shared with the general public. So those are the main types of witches, but there are other categories as well. For example, other categories will be the Corellian witch, which is a type of Wicca. Um, A sea witch, which has strong ties to water. They focus on um, working with the ocean and everything in the ocean in order to um, do their craft. And then there's the Dianic witches, which are basically uh, feminists. It's strictly women. What uh, male are not, men are not allowed um, to join in Dianic witchcraft. And then you have the elemental witch, which works with all the elements, um, all four elements. Uh, not a lot of them work with the spirit element, but the rest of the elements—fire, water, earth, and air—those are the ones that they they work with specifically. The Cosmic Witch, which is basically, as it sounds, they work with the sky, astrology, cosmos, astronomy, um, often called star witches, and they also uh, deal a lot with celestial energy, Um, so working with angels and that sort of stuff. Uh, The next one is Secular Witch, which... uh, is a type of witchcraft that doesn't add spirituality to their practice. So they don't um, worship any deities um, or anything like that. They just, uh, they do the rest of it, just not um, focused on specific goddesses or gods or deities. 
a solitary witch, which is basically, as we said before, is basically like a green witch. Um, they practice alone, no coven. You don't have to be a green witch to be a solitary witch. You can be any type of witch that you want and still be a solitary witch. It just basically means that you prefer to work alone um, in the comfort of your own space. Uh, and you don't work with other people like you would in a coven. A gray witch, like we said, is like an eclectic witch. A gray witch basically takes everything um, from any type of belief that they see fit, um, whatever resonates with them, and they add it into their practice. And then there's, you know, white witches, fire witches. Uh, the thing about witchcraft is that um, the more people who accept their path and their journey into witchcraft, the more categories of witches um, will always show up. And that's just because witchcraft is very personalized, uh, which means whatever works for you is what you put in your craft. There's no right or wrong way of doing witchcraft. So that is why... Um, there's always going to be different categories that show up for different witches, whether they make those categories up themselves or they're given those categories, that sort of stuff. Um, there are witches who solely um, depict themselves as uh, divinatory witches, which means they focus mostly on divination. They do do other things in their witchcraft, but it mostly is divination that they work with. Um, so divination would be like scrying, tarot readings, oracle readings, um, pendulums, um, uh, working with spirits, that sort of stuff. So uh, the question next, now that we know all the different types of witches, maybe not all of them, but a good chunk of um, the different types of witches out there, uh, how do I discover my craft? Or how do you discover your craft? What, how do you figure out what is the best way to go for you? And the best um, advice I have for that is do your research. Research everything. Research everything. I can't stress that enough. The more research you do, the more knowledgeable you'll be, and the more you'll be able to decipher which... Um, parts resonate with you and which ones don't. Um, you can do research by reading books. There are a plethora, <laughs> a plethora of, of witchcraft books out there. It's intense how many books are out there. And some of them are really great books. Some of them are, you know, not so great. But um, again, the more reading you do, the best, um, the more information you'll get about it. You can use the internet. Uh, the internet is a great one um, to use. I would be a little bit um, careful careful about the articles that you read on the internet just because not all of them are correct. Um, but that's the best way. Uh, that's a good way to do it as well. Word of mouth. If you know witches, if you have witches in your area um, that you feel comfortable talking to, definitely... 
ask them questions. Go ahead, introduce yourself, tell them you're a baby witch. I guarantee you they will be really excited to talk to you about witchcraft because if um if it's anything that I learned, witches are very open minded, they're very friendly, they're very accepting. Um, I mean, you get the, the witch here and there and then are not so nice, but that's basically with everything, right? Everything, um, has their not so nice features. So word of mouth, social media is a great one. YouTube. When I started off, I went straight to YouTube, a couple, um, good witch people out there who are on YouTube are Witch of Wonderlust, um, and Harmony Nice. Those are the two main ones that I watch, but there are quite uh, a few witches out there who are helping others uh, via social media um, through YouTube. So definitely check out YouTube. Pinterest is going to be your best friend. (laughs) Pinterest has literally everything. You can look up anything you want about witchcraft on Pinterest. It will be there guaranteed. Uh, Facebook groups. Facebook groups are a great one. Instagram has a lot of witches. Even Twitter. Twitter has a lot of witches out there too doing their thing. So definitely take advantage of the social media around you. Um, You can take classes on certain things. Like if you really feel like you're into Reiki, you can take classes for Reiki. There's tarot reading classes that you can take. um, take a look at what's around in your area especially uh festivals and fairs those are really big ones as as well um so you can take a look at those go participate meet new people um see what's out there see what everyone's all about um those are great ways to to do to discover your craft and also you can um, look at the metaphysical shops in your area when I started out, the first thing that uh, one of the first things that I did as well was I went around to all the metaphysical shops in my area and I looked at what they offered because every shop is going to be different. We have one shop here that um, focused mainly on crystals and candles, and then there's another one who focuses more on the aspect of. Uh, witches so um, books of spells and um, different types of books for witchcraft as well as herbs and um, different tools you need in order to to practice witchcraft that sort of stuff so definitely take a look at the shops in your area as well I highly suggest I highly suggest (laughs) that you do your research before you start spending your money and the reason why i say this is because you may think you need something um in order to put on your altar that you would practice with on a regular basis and then a few months down the road you realize that you don't actually need it so it's best to do your research go around to the metaphysical shops like i said touch everything um, hold things in your hands see how it feels listen to your intuition trust your gut um you know walk around put it down walk around come back see if it still resonates with you before you buy things that's a great thing to do um if it doesn't resonate with you don't buy it because uh, chances are you're not going to use it and it'll just be a waste of money um, on your part so just uh, I suggest not to buy it
Um, remember that no one can tell you which path to take but yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to follow your intuition and get excited about it. Like this is an exciting uh, trip that you're going to take, an exciting path um, that is just like a wealth of possibilities for you. And definitely just, you know, don't be afraid. Get excited about it. Ask questions. Meet new people. Say hi to um, the witches in your area, maybe. Just, you know, get excited about it. So um, you may be wondering, how do I listen to my intuition, Salix? I'm not even sure I know what an intuition is. Don't worry. Men and women, I am here to help you with your needs. <laughs> so um, the best way that I can describe your intuition is that small little voice in your, um, in your mind that tells you when things are not okay. So for example, you meet someone new um, and you know, something inside you is freaking out. Like you're like, you need to get away from this person. Um, there's something very wrong about this person. There's something very wrong about the place that you're currently in. Um, and you just feel like you need to get out of there. You need to get away from that place. You need to get away from that person. That's your intuition talking. So that's your intuition telling you, Hey, something's not right. I don't like it here. We need to skadoodle. Let's go now. Listen to that voice she may be small at first or he may be small at first but um i guarantee you the more you listen to it the louder they'll get so that's all i have for you guys thank you so much for listening tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast if you feel like there's baby witches or you know witches out in general out there that want to um listen to this and you know see if anything resonates with them i'm definitely here to help you can um follow for more episodes every thursday i'll try to get um at least one episode out every thursday it may be more um because there's a lot of information that we got to talk about here but it'll be good and it'll be a lot of fun and i'm excited to talk to you guys um and you know explain things further for you in order to find your way through your craft uh you can follow me on instagram at the salix witch pod um if you have any questions any um ideas for topics that you want me to talk about just slide into them dms (laughs) Um, and you can even send me an email um, if you have any topics or questions i am here for you um and that would be at that email is the salix switch at outlook.com stay blessed stay beautiful until next time bye (laughs) mm-hmm